Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into Sanditon Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2. Yeah, we're <laughs> flying through Sanditon this season. <laughs> yes, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the, the music had all the familiar feels. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Sanditon, I remember you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the opening credits, I was like, I didn't think to look at the season one ones and see if they were different but I was just like oh, feels like home <laughs> these <laughs> cartoons <laughs> yes yeah and so many familiar faces and some that are gone <laughs> <laughs> little did I know that our influence would lead to the death of Cindy Parker <laughs> In the first, like, two seconds of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, not just him. There are a few characters that I was thinking would come back and a few storylines that I was thinking might come back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're... We're starting to get fresh this season. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm not opposed to, especially since, like, it's technically, like, we're not using any Jane Austen material that's new because there is nothing to use so it's kind of like you got to kind of establish your own show yeah and sydney's presence was still there especially oh for sure in these two episodes oh yeah and um i was actually finding a lot of parallels to sense and sensibility and i was like oh we've covered the right thing right before (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think there was some line maybe in episode two about like can't be pushing your feelings down. That's so bad for you. And I was like, where have I heard that before? I know. I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It all connects. It all connects. (laughs) Well, let's do our first impressions of these first two episodes, which is, did we say that? I guess you said it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be doing, (laughs) we'll be doing them two at a time, just uh, for reference, but I really enjoyed these first two episodes a lot. It feels like we're, we have a good mix of the old and a good mix of the new. Yeah. And I I feel like, especially with Esther, I feel like there's like, has been like a really good like maturation of these characters. Um, yeah. Some of them, some of them not. <laughs> Lady Denim <laughs> seems to be the same old, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I would say the first I because I've watched this once before, uh, the whole series. So I'm trying mm-hmm. not to, but it wasn't very long ago. So I'm really trying not to get my end of the season feelings mm-hmm. mixed in with my beginning of the season feelings. But I, be, I the first two episodes, I was definitely like, I'm really excited. I feel like we're going mm-hmm. some really new places. I'm excited to see where all this is leading. These new characters and the old characters and. It was nice to see a little bit of the old familiar, like the way Charlotte is so like ready to jump in and save the day. Yes. Uh, one woman ambulance service for the Regents of Time. <laughs> Willing to throw her body to the wolves over some little <laughs> rascally girl. I mean, spoiler alert, there's no giant fire this season, but... 
knowing her right, from yeah, last season, not. she should just be like, I started the volunteer fire department for Sanditon, and <laughs> we cover all emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> you should name it the fire department, the honorary Charlotte Fired Hall or something. <laughs> yeah. And willing to fill in when any person is not at a sports yeah, exactly. game. <laughs> <laughs> just ring the bell. Um, but I did, especially in reference to our sense and sensibility uh, comparison, mm-hmm. Charlotte and um, her sister Allison, I feel like Charlotte is not as much of an Eleanor as Eleanor is. She's a little bit in the beginning, but um, yeah. Allison, I feel like, is quintessential... She was based on Marianne, the character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like quintessential Marianne. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess she is kind of being the Eleanor, but for more reasonable reasons than Eleanor was being an Eleanor. <laughs> like she yeah. actually has a reason to be that way. She actually has like, like really heavy stuff to deal with. <laughs> and... Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, uh, well, let's not rehash. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Eleanor was pushing her feelings down for a man that was alive. So, <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, we're actually recording this before we do our final thoughts for Sense and Sensibility, but I've been the, the past yeah. few days thinking, maybe I need to be more of an Eleanor. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Look, as a, we'll, we'll come to agree that a good mix of both is the perfect, like, Agreed. I was going to say the perfect mix. <laughs> You know what Agreed. I mean, but <laughs> no. But there were some times where I was like, Allison is directly quoting Marianne. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I feel like Charlotte was too, especially when she was like, Allison, don't fall too fast. True, true. But it was yeah, really nice to see the herself. town again, and oh um, yeah, and it's all more the developed sets and scenery. Yeah, it, I I probably said it a million times in the recap because I kept being struck by how much like an easter egg the town looks like <laughs> yeah because <laughs> everything is very pastel and everyone was wearing it's these the bright clothes we, there were no workers in the town this season <laughs> not anymore <laughs> not anymore we they both, all went we to become enough. architects yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i like the pastels well i grew up in south florida so <laughs> oh, yeah, pastels yeah. are kind of <laughs> mandatory um, but I was really excited that we got... They're very appropriate for a beach town. Exactly. Uh, I was really excited that we got a lot more Arthur in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I was very excited that he's, like, kind of a bigger part this season. Definitely. Yeah, because I really love his character. And yeah. have some thoughts and on and Ge- what's going Georgiana on. Georgiana being friends. I'm just very, like... <laughs> I wish came true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the first episode specifically, the first time I watched it, I was definitely, like... Oh my god, we said we wanted that and here it is. We said we wanted that and here it is. We said we wanted that and here it is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what's going on? Why aren't we uh, special thanks? <laughs> Should we do a few notes? Do we got a couple? Sure. Yeah. All right. So season two. Uh, for episode one, the let me see if the episode two. Yeah, for episode one and two, um, the director was Charles Sturridge. I, I've been listening to the, or I did listen to the Masterpiece podcast when they had uh-huh. the people from Sanditon. I feel like maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it was just the cast, but I, if I remember correctly, one person directed like 
three of the episodes and another person directed three of the episodes. Oh, I don't know if they were all the first three, but... Um, yeah. Well, at least these first two were him. And based on his credits, he's a very British director. He's got a lot of ITV <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Appropriate. And then uh, this episode was written... It says written by slash head writer. So I'm assuming they had a team, but Justin Young is the credited writer. I believe he was um, the main showrunner. Like, I don't think yeah. Andrew Davies was really a big part of it because I never really heard him mentioned. Mm-mm. But Justin Young, who was on the last season, I think maybe it was like Andrew Davies' protege or writing partner oh. or something. Mm-hmm. It's taken over for this season. Ah, okay. Well, for good first two episodes. <laughs> but we did have some new characters. <laughs> so this first character, we only see him in like the first five minutes of the first episode and we don't see him in, at all towards the end of the second episode but uh oh. kai bridge <laughs> kai bridgen plays ralph starling he's the guy who when she runs out he like looks at her and that's all we get the one who charlotte's supposed to marry back Probably. home it's a very uh, not mentioned much storyline <laughs> it's easy <Yeah>. to overlook <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they don't really set it up um, very good at the beginning yeah then we have Rosie Graham playing Allison Haywood. We have Flora Mitchell playing Leonora Colburn. Then we have Eloise Maybe Webb my playing... my favorite new character. I love her. I thought she was great. <laughs> I love her. Call me Leo. not <laughs> the other sister. <laughs> Although uh, I think she's a really good actress. So I was like, I can't stand your character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, yeah, she... Her name is Eloise Webb. She plays Augusta Markham. She does have some really like high credits. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the IMDb and the headshots of the people in this show look nothing like they look. Yep. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yes. And I was like, uh, her especially, I was like, oh, it's black and white. I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, like even Lady Denim and Tom Parker, yeah. they're all, I'm just like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't even you? You. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if Miss Hankins was, in, was she in the first season or no? I don't yeah, remember but her. Really some, very not much in it. So it was kind of cool that she got a, a bigger part this season. Okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and reintroduce her. Um, Sandy McDade plays Miss Beatrice Hankins, who I do really like. I think she's very sweet. And then we have Tom Weston Jones playing Colonel Francis Lennox. Mm-hmm. We have Frank Blake playing Captain Declan Frazier. I had to look up all their names because they just did not really hammer them into my head. You know, sometimes no. dialogue will be like, <laughs> remember these people's names. And this one, I was like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we have Maximum, oh God, A's, I think. I's, A-Y-S, I think it's I's. Maximum I's playing Captain William Carter. And then we have Flo Wilson playing Mrs. Wheatley. And Ben Lloyd Hughes playing Alexander Colborn. Who's oh is Mrs. Wheatley the housekeeper? Yes, for the Colborn. Okay. Also, also Colborn. Really like. I kept hearing as Caldwell or Cal. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I was like, what's the name? And then I looked it up. I was like, that is not at all what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on subtitles from the get go because sometimes That's British smart. accents are very <laughs> right over my head. Let's see, I think we had anyone else? Nope. That was it for new characters. All right. All right.
Well, we since we're covering two, we might as well just go ahead and get into the recap because I just did like a bare bones recap, but the fact that they go back and forth in the scenes so quick cut, it's very hard to do a bare bones <laughs> recap. I'm like, okay, well, that was one sentence's worth of a scene. <laughs> All right. So episode one, we start interspersed we start as we will continue jumping back and forth between two scenes there's really no dialogue whatsoever in the first bit before the credits but we go from like a caribbean funeral that we're seeing Mm -hmm. happen and like a barn dance where charlotte is dancing and all the girls have their hair down (laughs) yes i i got confused at first because i was not registering that the barn dance was in a barn in England, I kept thinking, I was like, oh, Charlotte's in the Caribbean. What is she doing there? Ah. <laughs> what is she doing in Antigua? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so it was just not registering to me, but. Yeah, I can see that definitely because it's not, <laughs> it's very going back and forth and not really telling you exactly what's happening. We see Mary show up at this barn dance. I keep calling it barn dance. It's probably not even a barn. I don't know. But. Dance uh... <laughs> hall. Yeah, Small she's delivering <laughs> some sad news. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, I don't know if we kind of like see go back to the Caribbean and see a very fateful looking trunk and mm-hmm. a wooden coffin, and we then we kind of go back and see Charlotte crying with Mary, and that's all we get at the beginning. So it wasn't very clear to you, you say setting up. Yeah, but did you know Sydney was dead? Could you tell, or did you oh, yeah. already know that? <laughs> I well, I assumed I I knew someone was dead the minute. Um, oh gosh, what's her name? <laughs> Here we go, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> yes, but when uh, Mary showed up because she was in all black and she looked very solemn, and I was like, oh, someone's dead. And <laughs> and then when they like zoomed in right as the opening scene was ending, they zoomed on his coffin, and I was like. I cannot believe Sydney's dead. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I could. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I had heard any. I didn't really follow the sand, breaking Sanditon news while it was happening. So I didn't know that he was going to be dead, dead. And that's how they were writing him out. But I feel like I still got it. At least the second time I watched it, I got it fine. So, but I think I got yes. it the first time. And the credits are very much the same as <laughs> exactly. the first time. All these like. 18th uh 18th century like sketchings and (laughs) moving really fast (laughs) yeah okay so we see what looks like to be a little boy in soldier's clothing and his sister wanting to strangle him as they're watching the soldiers (laughs) arrive to town (laughs) Mm -hmm. you get a real good indication of both characters (laughs) immediately yes (laughs) We see Georgiana insulting Lord Kinsley after a date, I guess. (laughs) She says she'd rather be boiled alive than go on another date. (laughs) It's like, this is the perfect opening for Georgiana. (laughs) Because, you know, she's same old Georgiana. She's going to stick up for herself. Also, he looked really old compared to her. I know, definitely. Not that it clearly doesn't matter because we've seen that plenty of times, but... Right. Like, gross. Yeah. But it was nice to see her having more agency than last season, where she was just like Sydney's little 
ward and she couldn't yeah. live her life at all. <laughs> yeah, she definitely seems to be like, I could say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the Parkers and Miss Hankins, who I kept remembering that last season, I every time I heard their her or the reference name, I was thinking of Hanky and I was thinking of Mr. Hanky <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> Uh, quite different. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're debriefing or being debriefed on, for about Georgiana's date. And we see Tom doubting his guardianship abilities. But luckily, they've sent for Charlotte and her sister, Allison, a real Marianne sort. <laughs> and we see a, like a really pretty shot of the town. It's like really looking sparkly and good looks bigger in my opinion yeah i guess that we see the girls coming in on the carriage mm-hmm. the girls are greeted by the parker passel <laughs> 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 because i forgot how many kids they have yes just I, I screaming blonde children i want to say this is the only time we see them we'll have to keep an eye on that <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as they get there charlotte you know, sees that horrible picture of Sydney that doesn't look anything like him. And looks nothing. <laughs> I feel like I, there should have been some sort of, like, joke. <laughs> I feel like with her sister being like, who is that? <laughs> Something. But also her sister yeah. is like, I was like, girl, she's, because uh, when they were in the carriage and the town comes into view, you could see the ocean. She was like, why aren't you excited to be back? And it's like, well, yeah you know he died (laughs) shouldn't you know this (laughs) yeah it's really unclear to me how much charlotte has ever told allison i feel like she has but then also maybe she's being an eleanor and keeping all of her feelings bottled up but then it seems very out of character for her to be like you know this is i'm not going to tell you why i'm going to be sad this entire trip (laughs) yeah i think she does know at least some of it because i remember Allison later makes a reference to like, oh, I thought her coming back would kind of put it to rest or. Yeah. So she knows some of it. Maybe she doesn't know like the whole, the whole deal, but. Right. And she's also, right. she's the younger sister who's a hopeless romantic. She wants to meet some yeah. soldiers. Arthur's there, which is exciting. And we also find out that Sydney died of yellow fever. Yes. This does not sound like a fun way to go. <laughs> I was very excited to see Arthur. Me too. Arthur, I think, was probably one of my top three favorites from last season. Oh, definitely. Him and Charlotte and Georgiana from last season. Yes. I was like, <laughs> exactly. Just... And Esther. Those were the ones I liked yes, the best. Esther. <laughs> Honorable mention, Esther. <laughs> yeah. Although, kind of towards the end of last season, I was like, Esther is my favorite character because I was over yeah. the Charlotte Sydney storyline. But. Yeah. <laughs> and Lady Susan, who. Oh, right. I'll. You know, without saying, I'm not going to look at your face, but I hope we get to see her. (laughs) But she was one of my favorites from last season. Me too. Okay, so then we kind of flash over to, because I think that they're like, but you'll get to hang out with Georgiana. So we go over to see what Georgiana's doing, and she is watching the the Hankins siblings, (laughs) Reverend and Miss Hankins. Singing for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Doing their, their best. <laughs> yeah. And Georgiana's like, I don't think the Lord actually listens. <laughs> he must be deaf. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but it's actually because he never listens to her prayers. Mm -hmm. They didn't have an answer. Um, And then we see a man sea bathing, but they deny us the butt shots. I don't know if this is an American thing or if there were butt shots in the English version. Let us know. I (laughs) believe it's a PBS thing. If I'm if I'm to be correct, because I remember on your DVD that you bought, it did have the butts last season. But if I tried to stream it, it did not have the butts. Right. So, but I, I I feel like they are just being like, fine, no more butts this season at all to make it easier. Yeah, it was, and I'm it's like, definitely it's definitely buttless season in general. So I'm like, it's it's the artist. He's supposed to show his butt. That's and the point of being an like artist. They were gonna give us a butt right there at the beginning, and no, I made a special note of the fact that we didn't get to see a butt. So, <laughs> <sighs> just give us something. <laughs> so Tom and Arthur are taking the girls through town, Allison and Charlotte, and mm-hmm. they tell them that a colonel and his company have come to town, and also the man with the the butt that we didn't see was Charles Lockhart. <laughs> An artist who Arthur seems very impressed by. And he looks so familiar to me that I remember the first time I watched it, I kept looking him up and looking through his entire IMDb and being like, you've got to be in something I know, but I never saw anything that I recognized. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember if I looked at his, but he did look familiar. Yeah. I feel like I figured out maybe who he looks like, but it's not the same person. We also find out that Allison, his has come on this trip basically to attract herself a rich husband. (laughs) (laughs) And Charlotte is avoiding a man from home, which I said not very clear, but kind of the guy from the beginning who we said his name in the notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, quick interjection. I did look him up and he was on an episode of Outlander. Mm. He played Alan Christie, if that rings a bell. I'm kind of way behind on Outlander, but... Oh, never mind. It was from this year. <laughs> I feel like it was from a more modern show that I recognize it from, um, but... I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. So, we see the colonel. He looks pleased, I guess. Oh, maybe he... See, so yeah, the problem when you're not writing very specific notes, but... <laughs> I think he was looking at the girls and looking pleased, so... Yes. Then we flash over to Lady Denham... And she is being visited by Esther. Lady Denham seems excited that the military men have come to Sanditon. And Esther is very apathetic about it. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently right. Lord Babington is like away for a little while. So she thought it'd be the perfect time to come visit her aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like kind of sad because I did really like Lord Babington. I know. I would have liked to see him. I'm glad they didn't kill him too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Georgiana and Charlotte finally meet up with Allison. And we find out that Georgiana has organized a sugar boycott. Boycott? <laughs> boycott. <laughs> uh, once Allison learns that the sugar that they use is all supported by slavery, she's happy to give it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Georgiana now has power of her own that she doesn't want to give up for marriage, which is a very Emma sentiment. And I would really love it if they would lean into the Emma of her, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like she is such a, now that you said it, I like, I'm like, are they pulling from every other Jane Austen novel to kind of, (laughs) because she is such an Emma this season. 
Yeah, well, I don't feel like she really lives up to the eminence, but there's still another season, so maybe that's where they're headed with her, but I would really love her to be like, I'm an Emma. I'm in my power, (laughs) you know? Right. (laughs) I might not always make the right choices, but no one can take this away from me. (laughs) Exactly. And Charles Lockhart comes up and makes some sort of eyes at Georgiana. We're unsure Hmm. what kind of eyes they are. I don't trust can't trust artists <laughs> <laughs> especially artists who love the french <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we'll get> <laughs> hot take i'm just kidding <laughs> so lady d is talking to tom about investments because she is still an investor in the town i feel like we're setting up all we're just like remember all this stuff from last season and then honestly <laughs> don't know how much of this stuff ever comes back but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the first time I wrote down the town is Easter colors. Okay, so. <laughs> but they they are hoping that the soldiers will bring some money to town because there is mm-hmm. money. And oh, the girls all go to the camp. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> I guess to maybe introduce themselves or <laughs> i was like was there some reason because there's so many times where they just wander into the camp and i'm like I just feel like this is not okay but whatever <laughs> <laughs> was this after maybe was it after the parade or is it before this is before the parade um and i don't know why yeah i said put on a shirt colonel the ladies are visiting because <laughs> it comes out <laughs> There's so many pale, pale men in this series, of as we course. will find out as <laughs> it goes on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot why, I, why they're visiting. I have no idea. So I guess it doesn't really explain it. There's a, a man with a scar on his face who Allison immediately despises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I guess you're going to fall in love with him in the end. And <laughs> <laughs> the soldiers already seem besotted of the girls. Or of her, specifically, maybe. Meanwhile, Esther is pining (laughs) for a baby. We find out that she is recovering from a miscarriage. I don't think this is exactly where we find it out, but we find it out soon. It's like um, during the scene, sort of. Yeah. And Lady Denim still does not trust Dr. Fuchs. (laughs) (laughs) I survived in spite of him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But she does recommend that they still see him anyway. And he comes to check on Esther. And yes, it was definitely a miscarriage. She was five and a half months pregnant and she almost died. And the doctor said, her doctor back home, I guess, said it would be fatal for her to try to have another baby. But she's determined. And Dr. Fuchs, not quite as characteristically good as last season, (laughs) is... Right. Very bad bed- bedside manner is like maybe you're just not meant to be a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, not even like a suggestion, like oh maybe you can take in a child or <laughs> <laughs> like maybe She's God just doesn't rude. want you to be a mom. It's like okay, well maybe you don't have to bring God into it, but <laughs> right, <laughs> don't make it seem like uh, I'm being punished. And I don't even know what the next scene is, but I said Allison is love obsessed, Charlotte is sad. <laughs> That's not a Probably them talking <laughs> about the soldiers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, then we find out that Arthur left Diana behind and is no longer full of ailments. And honestly, <laughs> it is such a passing line that I missed it the first time I watched it. And I was like, what happened to oh, Diana? Really? I had to look her up. And then 
I was like, oh, it said it in this one line. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's back home, I guess, being sick. I mean, I didn't really need the hypochondria storyline, but I would have liked to have seen her, you know. I thought she was an interesting uh, character from last season. I, I thought she was very funny, and I think it would have been, like, fun to see her kind of also evolve out of this, like, hypochondriac state. But maybe they were just, like, letting Arthur blossom, and maybe she'll be back next season. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, and this is where we hear Charlotte, smarter than Eleanor, say that it's unwise to keep grief bottled up. <laughs> she already knows. She's already read the book. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Arthur professes that he is not interested in any military parades. He's going to go have tea with Georgiana. Which is exactly what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Lady Denham, not so into the sugar boy cat. Boy, why do I keep saying boy cat? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a very, would you say that it's like a Boston accent? Boy cat. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never even been to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the uh, Reverend and Miss Hankins are behind the sugar boy cat. Hey. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> boy cat. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. And then parade. Do, do, do. The Haywood girls meet up with Lady D. Esther gives some Allison some advice on courting. She says, disdain his every word. If he persists, marry him. <laughs> Which isn't like necessarily terrible advice. <laughs> she kind of does. So <laughs> it's kind of just like maybe personalizing Georgiana's eventual advice that she gives to Allison in a way. True. There's a lot of very... um. I want to say stereotypical rom-com storylines happening. <laughs> right. It's like, just pretend you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we could say Elizabeth Darcy, you know? Yes, very much. I was like, what other? Because I don't know that that happens with any other. I guess maybe Wentworth and Anne, but that's not really the same thing. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So then, oh, we see Edward with the Ooh. soldiers gasp. Oh, I was like, can I hate him from the beginning? Because I do. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then the little soldier boy we saw earlier almost gets squished. But our heroine Charlotte saves him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Georgiana and Arthur are having tea. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the tea room. I'm like, I guess a lot of people were like, I don't need to go to a parade. <laughs> no. <laughs> They've probably seen their fair share. Yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about because I didn't write. That's all I wrote. Um, <laughs> I I feel like it was like probably more stuff about how Georgiana is like. Oh, I remember now. She was saying how why couldn't she find someone just like Arthur because he's the perfect man, and she's like, no one will ever be as sweet and caring for me as you are. Which I was like, Ugh. so we're going with the gay storyline. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I would have Which definitely I wanted still to marry like. a gay Regency man in a heartbeat as a woman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, did, I just didn't know last season if we were going to go more like, are we going more Arthur is gay or are we going more like Arthur is just a little bit more in touch with his Asexual. more feminine quality and oh, maybe yeah. him and Georgiana will end up together. But I think we're going the other way. Which is fine. Well, it's it. not ever, I well, yeah, it seems like we are. 
leaning like into it, but they're not really ever going out on a limb and being like, yes, he definitely is. Right. <laughs> still, there's another season. So there's, yeah, there's illusions. Yeah. So we see Charlotte doctoring the child, Leo, who we find out is actually Leonora. <gasps> what a shock. Because <laughs> I did not And her that sister, clearly. it was not really her sister, but I guess her cousin. Her cousin. Is Augusta, and she is a mm-hmm. real bitch. <laughs> yes, a real she's, piece of work. <laughs> uh, she's only 18 years old, so... But from the beginning, she is like a nightmare. <laughs> yes, she got real toed on her. Uh, but George, uh, Charlotte returns them home by carriage, and she asks Augusta why she doesn't care about her sister. And Augusta says, well, our mothers are both dead. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I was like, or maybe very we just direct. find out that both their mothers are dead. Uh, yeah. I didn't do a very good job. Right? Okay. So then I wrote Miss Lamb instead of Georgiana. Miss Lamb meets <laughs> with Lockhart. And she is not interested in him. Unlike mm. Arthur. <laughs> who does seem very intrigued. Oh, oh Arthur. I wrote every scene is 10 seconds long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it really is. It really, really is. <laughs> so we're back to Charlotte. She's with the girls. The uh, Co- Colburn? Col- Colburn? Colburn? Colburn girls. We don't know their names yet, but <laughs> she delivers them home. She is dismissed by the housekeeper without ever being let inside, but she does find out that they're looking for a governess. Mm-hmm. I could have told you that. Enter Charlotte Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> Tom thinks that the 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 the, gar, the girl's guardian, Mister Coburn Colburn, is a miser and a recluse and is unadmirable because he tried to obstruct Tom's improvements when he first started making the town. I guess. Hmm. I want to know the real also, story behind that. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. trust Tom anymore. No. It's so funny to be like thinking about this and thinking where the stories go and being like, what is important? What's not? But <laughs> we don't matter. know at this point. <laughs> so he, we find out that his wife is dead. And after that, he withdrew from society. Mm hmm. And then Colonel Lennox comes by to check on the child that almost got run over in the street. (laughs) And he seems very impressed with Charlotte. Tom wants the soldiers to stay. Arthur doesn't seem very sure about that idea. No. I think he refers to them at some point in this episode as brutes. (laughs) Yeah. So Edward comes to see Lady Denham. Mm -mm -mm. And he says, it's just a coincidence that our troop came here. I don't believe it. I think we find out in one of the episodes. Shortly after. (laughs) (laughs) And Lady Denham tells him to keep his distance and he gives his word, which is worth nothing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was like, shouldn't you have some security on hand? Get him out of here. (laughs) Okay, so the colonel clearly like charlotte but charlotte mm. gets upset and runs out and goes to the church and lights a candle because she's sad oh it was it was sad yeah it was really pretty because all the light was flooding into the church so it's very mm-hmm. like 
um, it was a really pretty scene. hazy or you know like really pretty yeah allison just she's being a little inconsiderate well i think that was oh oh yeah that's true because she, was, she was saying trying like to hook them up yeah because she was like well wouldn't it be more wouldn't it be better to be a, a soldier's wife than a farmer's wife and she was like i don't yeah. want to be either <laughs> I wanted to be a rich man's wife, and he's dead. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We know Charlotte isn't like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So let me see Edward talking to Esther, who wants him gone. And I Mm -hmm. said, he's horrible already, and I hate him still. (laughs) Exactly. He hasn't changed at all. And we see that Georgiana has a locket with Otis's picture, although it doesn't really look like Otis from last no not really but he kind of has like more of a mustache yeah yeah i remember that picture i think from last season um yeah but yeah i was like she's clearly still like wants to be with him right yet another person who didn't come back for this season rude spoilers (laughs) oh sorry i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i don't care i mean he wasn't on the castle right Um, Next, we see Allison apologizing to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte says that she's realized she doesn't want to get married. And Allison is like, but we're going to be destitute if we don't get married. <laughs> Charlotte's, she's like, we're poor. I don't know if you realize this, but we are poor. And Charlotte's right. like, well, I don't care. I'll be a governess and keep making my own way. And Allison's like, but then you're going to bring shame to the rest of us because <laughs> that's a last resort job. <laughs> Uh, I said, why can't she be the town bookkeeper or emergency lifesaver, as we discussed earlier? Exactly. I'm like, she's already the fire department, the law enforcement, the the EMT. She needs the cash app. She'd be like, all right, donate because I'm a good Samaritan. Exactly. Taxes should pretty much all go to her. I mean, what is governessing if not fancy babysitting and... Exactly. And teaching, Still sort of. the job of many a woman. Exactly. Um, also, another point I just thought of, Allison is like, I got to find a rich man and don't bring shame to all of us because we're going to be poor. But she's like trying to get with a soldier. And I don't yeah. think soldiers are known to be very wealthy. <laughs> all of them. They're not. But as we learned in Persuasion, they can make their fortune as doing right. being a soldier. But the one she well, is falling for does seem kind of newish to the military, so. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? She's just being a silly teenager. All these very, very pale men in soldiers' uniforms, while they are distinguishable, are very similar to each other. Yes. Very yes. hard. <laughs> Especially the only way I can tell the two, the one the two that Allison are like, she hates one, but she likes the other. Uh, the only reason I can tell him apart is because one has a scar on his face. <laughs> I know. I'm like, of course you hate the one with the scar. You're just like, oh, scar person. <laughs> Get away from me. Yes. He doesn't have boyish good looks. It's not a, a very handsomely placed scar that is barely noticeable. But <laughs> Right. Whatever. I think he's more handsome, personally. Personally. But I'm not Allison. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut for now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> say, don't say anything. <laughs> Let me believe. I mean, he is more handsome. Yes, 100%. Yes. But he has that scar, which makes him hmm, bad. Where did he get it from? <laughs> scar equals bad. 
Well, Esther decides that she's going to stay a little bit longer because she wants to get some more medical advice and she wants to keep an eye on Edward. Mm-hmm. And she tells Lady G, don't be fooled and do not trust him. Mm-hmm. Okay, then the colonel says that, oh, then we find out that Edward is a big freaking liar and that he recommended to the colonel that they come here and exactly. that he's already lost quite a bit of money gambling. Sir. Sure already also like he told i can't remember if he told a denim or he told edward that uh edward esther is what i meant that they just happened to come here like you know he didn't suggest that they come here and then we find out that he did and it feels like such a very easy lie to kind of uncover so he's still not very smart i can't even okay (laughs) (laughs) he's evil i hate him esther writes to babington just random scene okay hmm. two second scenes all of these yes we haven't even gotten to the second episode jeez okay so georgiana offers to pay charlotte so that she won't have to be a governor she's like i'll just pay you to be my, to be my friend to, to be my friend while you're here. sounds like a great job to me <laughs> and charlotte's you know she's like i can't accept plus honestly i just want to get away from all these sydney reminders all over the place I mean, she doesn't really say that, but that's kind of what it seems like. And then we officially enter Jane Eyre. I said, beware of attic wives. (laughs) 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 Mr. Colburn tests Charlotte's knowledge. And he doesn't really seem to like the girls very much. (laughs) No, not at all. By the way, he talks about them. But Charlotte says that she does. And she tells him that society is wrong about how girls should be taught and leaves indignity, <laughs> indignity, indignantly, <laughs> which is very much in keeping with her character from last season. I was like, oh, good. You're still the same. Yes. And his cutie little puppy follows her out. <laughs> oh, the raggedy puppy. It's so cute. Georgiana and Allison, I guess, are going to be buddies this summer because <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's like, I'm getting a job. You hang out with my sister. <laughs> they immediately steal a carriage and ride on the beach around the soldiers. So maybe not the best influences on each other. No. <laughs> I said, it's all fun until the wheel falls off. <laughs> and? <laughs> and it does. And Allison is rescued by the uh, the cuter, supposedly, soldier boy. Yes, the more boyish soldier. This the is another non scarred boy. <laughs> right. The pure one. He, oh, this was a very much a sense of sensibility scene because I was like, ah, being yes. rescued and falling in love with your rescuer, of course. But I love it. Yeah. Okay. So then we get a letter from Antigua, and, or we get, oh, we find out that Sydney was there for Georgiana, mm-hmm. trying we to don't know clear why. something up for her. And then Colburn catches up to Charlotte and he gives her the job and rides away. And that is the end of the first episode. I cannot believe how long that took. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can kind of, you know, speedily go to the second. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I was so planning on writing so much less, but like because the scenes are so. It like, yeah, flashes. I'd be like, let me sum up the scene that was only two seconds long and had no dialogue. Unnecessary, Mike. Right. <laughs> But also the beginning. We want to establish yeah, we, what all is happening. Exactly. So we'll, we can go through the second one quicker, I'm sure. 
Okay, so episode two. <laughs> Charlotte is walking on the beach early in the morning, and she's stopped by Colonel Lennox on the way to her new job. Mm-hmm. And he tells her to expect an invitation because the soldiers are throwing some sort of a ball or party or dinner. I think it's a dinner. Yeah, it's called like a mess dinner or something. Mess something. Yeah. <laughs> then we see Arthur telling Georgiana about Sydney, the letter they got at the end. And mm-hmm. he says that it's going to be weeks until they get a reply back about what they're like. They sent a letter. It was about Georgiana. And that's all the information they gave. <laughs> Could you please explain what about her? (laughs) Considering (laughs) mail takes a year to get across, we need more. (laughs) We see Charlotte ringing a Regency doorbell, which I didn't even know was a thing. (laughs) I know. This is very interesting. Esther is flower arranging. Her and Lady Denham were invited to this soldier's party, and she's feeling a little depressed. Mm-hmm. Finally, Charlotte, after wandering around the whole house, finds the servant's entrance. <laughs> and she's not exactly welcomed warmly. <laughs> no, but she is technically late. I just, this is kind of like a theme that I found in this episode with Mr. Colburn, and that he doesn't tell her anything. He doesn't tell her that you can't come to the front door and go to the servant's entrance. <laughs> He doesn't tell her later about certain rooms that you don't go into or certain things you don't do. Right. He just is like, why are you doing that? Even though I never told you not to do it. Yeah. But he never seems like upset about it. Like he's not mad that she's late. He does. He's annoyed about the piano, but he doesn't blame her. He immediately blames Augusta. Right. um, (laughs) It does seem like the, I can't remember her name. Um, The housekeeper. She she's like, I've got money on you staying, so you better stick around. But she's not yes. especially n- nice to her either. No, I'm, her name is uh, Mrs. Wheatley. Mrs. Wheatley. I'm sure she's like, let's see if this one sticks before I start giving friends. Yeah, right. So according to Papa, I call him Papa. <laughs> their first lesson they need to learn is how to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we see Georgiana proving herself to be a disgrace on yet another date. <laughs> and we actually see horse poop in the road. I was like, ah. Yeah, I did see that too. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Considering how nice the town looks this season, it's nice that they threw in that extra little detail. Right. We see Allison opening the door for the invitation to the dance. I think... Yeah, she definitely likes Captain Carter, but doesn't seem to like Captain Fraser. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Charlotte is teaching embroidery because I guess that's what their ladies. last instructor was doing. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be ladies, gotta embroider. Augusta is giving her grief about never being married, and she embroiders her a pillow that says "spinster" on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, she appears to be a nightmare child. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She is too much. And we see Edward creeping around, shrouded in nefarious music. So he obviously is up to no good. (laughs) Exactly. He meets up with Esther, who dismisses him. And we see, now I wrote her as Lady Babington. (laughs) Lady Babington (laughs) in the church. (laughs) You never know what you're going to get me. The Hankins siblings accidentally offend her. But Miss Hankins follows her out to recommend a midwife who helps women who have struggled having babies. 
Very sweet. I like Miss Hankins. Me too. We find out that Arthur wants to build a theater, and Tom says they can't afford it. Hmm. He'd rather court Colonel Lennox. And we do get a look at the new apartments, the Mansfield Apartments. (laughs) (laughs) Arthur hmm. talks about... Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Arthur talks about the theater, but is dismissed by Tom. Rude. I know. Tom would rather spend the money building a permanent barracks for the army. And Arthur is annoyed. (laughs) It's just so, so silly because I feel like Tom, I don't know. Like, it just seems like a theater would be more prosperous, would it not? Because you're having rich people come and stay. They're going to want to do stuff. Well, I think, I feel like Tom was saying, you know, you had some great ideas last season. And I didn't listen to you, and I'm going to listen to you more, especially now that Sydney's gone. You've really stepped up, but then he's not really listening. He's only listening right. to his own self, which is what yeah, always gets him in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Which makes me think that all the stuff that Arthur said, like the pagoda and all this stuff, that's not happening either. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I keep having to remember, this is only, there's definitely another season, and this is all like one story arc, so. Exactly. Then Allison and Georgiana wander back over to the soldier's camp and watch some sword practice. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison thanks Captain Carter for saving her. And Captain Fraser is like, um, why don't you guys let me escort you out of here? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem very, uh, the one, the younger one that she's interested in. He doesn't seem very adept with the sword for being a captain. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, you buy your right, right, right. place true. in the army. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that might come back into play later. So keep you're on the right track. With hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> Taking note. But Allison says to Captain Fraser that he has a cold, hard rock and no heart. No, she says <laughs> he has no heart. And he says, yes. no, I have a cold, hard rock. <laughs> <laughs> have you no heart? Sir? I'm just I think it's funny how much. She clearly doesn't like him from the beginning, but is like still kind of like constantly flirting with him. Oh, of course. (laughs) Okay, so Charlotte and Leo are out collecting snails, I think. And Augusta is there too. (laughs) We find out that Leo doesn't remember her mother. And Augusta is again annoying. (laughs) Yeah, she's being real (laughs) B-I-T-C-H. I know. I'm like, you shouldn't call an 18-year-old child a bitch, Maya. But, I mean, she is horrible. Yes. <laughs> She's being mean. She gets better. I mean, in this episode is where I'm like, oh, yeah. you're such a great actress. I really feel for you right now. But, like, whew, she's a real nightmare. It takes a while to get there. <laughs> so, Arthur awakens after a nap on the beach to being drawn by Mr. Lockhart. Hmm. And Mr. Lockhart seems to really be interested in painting Miss Lamb. And he's flattering Arthur to try to get him to convince her. And I don't know. Did you feel like he was sincere? Because he was coming across as insincere to me. Yeah, I I just, I don't believe anything he says. I kind of feel like he's trying to, in a way, quote unquote, core Arthur to get closer to Georgiana. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad because Arthur clearly really likes him. I or, know. you know, is, wants to be friends. <laughs> yeah, is he's somewhat smitten by him in some way. Yeah. 
Although if I came awake on the beach and somebody was drawing me, I would not have the same reaction. <laughs> no, I'd be like, well, out of all the poses that I could have done, this is probably the most unflattering. <laughs> this is when I'm sleeping. Okay, so we find out that, or we, okay, Leo can't convince her father to participate in her life. And he dismisses Charlotte, not like fires her, but just like. Yeah, know. it's kind of rude. But he also seems kind of flirty. Like anytime he's being like, yeah. no, you have to teach them. It's also kind of like, I feel like there's this there's smile this underneath it. Like, I'm just yeah. teaching you. <laughs> yeah, because they come in from getting snails and he's like, oh, I thought you were dealing, teaching them to be ladies, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, getting yeah. snails. And is it called a mastitician? Something like that. And he was like, yeah. well, if you're going to use the right word, it's actually this, which I was like, <laughs> don't be condescending. It's not cute. Uh, they were saying something like mycelium, and I kept thinking, I thought it was mushrooms, but... Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> I do not remember biology at all. <laughs> okay, so we go to the fancy dinner party. Charlotte is apprehensive. Georgiana and Allison seem excited. I'm surprised that Georgiana would be excited, but maybe just because she's with her girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Colonel Lennox immediately asks Charlotte to dance. Hmm. Although Georgiana is definitely more like... You know, I'm a, a staple in this town. I don't feel like an outsider anymore. You know, she seems like. Yeah. I'm well, I think every, everyone's like, like she said, she has the power now. And she's like, well, I've cemented roots and I know I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Oh, uh, Colonel Lennox tells Charlotte he wants to help her win over her charges. So they're <laughs> going to create a battle plan. That <laughs> <laughs> was cute. Esther has seen the midwife who was recommended and has some new found hope. Edward is there lurking. Gross. Lady D tries to give Georgiana grief about the sugar boy caught, but gets it back in return. Yes, this is what I do. <laughs> and Arthur recommends ooh, Lockhart to Miss Lamb. He hmm. does exactly what he wanted him to do. And she says that she's already formed an opinion of Mr. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then we see Allison talking Cooper to Captain Carter. Very, very, <laughs> very. He says he knows, but he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. How could you choose just one? <laughs> Charlotte is forced to sit with the spinsters. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Very. And... Allison and Captain Fraser are seated next to each other. Arthur also has arranged it so that Georgiana mm. is sitting right next to Lockhart. No, no, no. I said, they seem to dislike each other, but we know where that always leads. I will. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he does make a big stink at dinner when he gives a toast to Napoleon for abolishing slavery. Kind of. I mean, he mentions that part of it. And he's like, Yay, Napoleon got rid of slavery, but he's also a great general and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he was. <laughs> <laughs> the soldiers do not approve of this toast. And Lady Denham says, ignore him. He's just an artist, which I loved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I just, what I was so confused by was like, right after he says it, they all, all the soldiers start like pounding on the table. <laughs> I was like, is this like their way of being like booing? I yeah, don't understand. Basically. <laughs> Georgiana and Arthur have such a cute friendship. 
They are. They're cuties. Uh, the dancing starts, and Charlotte and Lennox dance, and Georgiana and Arthur dance, and Allison and Captain Carter dance. And Edward tries to upset Esther. And we find out that they were, well, I guess at least maybe, maybe it's a retcon, I don't know. But apparently they're only related through marriage. Yeah, now. step siblings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're just throwing that in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody mentioned it last season where you guys were having sex with each other but whatever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know were they having sex i i thought they were but i think it was implied yeah it seems like lennox and charlotte to me just don't really have any sparks you know no, i feel like it's no a love relationship we're trying to set up like who's she gonna be with is she gonna be with this captain who's so charming but i just never see any like real sparkly chemistry between the two of them yeah to me like he's their relationship is very much like hers with the builder from last season where Mm -hmm. there was no like sparks but maybe like it made her feel good about herself because you know he was nice to her yeah yeah she doesn't like people who are nice to her (laughs) (laughs) she better start learning (laughs) then the men kind of go off to drink and gamble in a separate room I guess Arthur tries to keep Tom from gambling, but does not succeed. Ah, idiot. (laughs) Meanwhile, Georgiana finds Lockhart, who is hiding, and he says he doesn't care what society says. And Mary seems very concerned when she sees them talking outside. (laughs) I would be too. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tom is still gambling, and Lennox is encouraging him and is getting him drunk. Uh, he's like i'll spot you Mm -mm. and the minute i saw this i was like mary is going to be pissed when she finds out (laughs) i was like not the same storyline again come on (laughs) (laughs) and allison is swooning and already in love of course it didn't take but a second and lady denim is planning on asking lennox about edward she's gonna have him over and Esther asks Edward to dance with Miss Hankins. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Miss Hankins getting some storylines. I think I've already said that. But he does it and he does it graciously. It was, it was like a kind of a test, but also kind of a repayment to Miss Hankins for yes. being nice this, to her. This is probably one of my other favorite scenes because yeah. uh, Esther asked him about a dance and he's like, with you? And she was like, oh, no, absolutely not. I'd rather dance barefoot on broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Miss Hankins. Which was very oh. sweet. Esther's got a really, really nice, like, sweet side to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why we love her. Because she can be withering and nice at the same time (laughs) uh we see captain carter asking captain fraser to help him with his poetic knowledge (laughs) so obviously he doesn't know what he's talking about fraser is not happy to do it but he says that he will Mm -hmm. some of these storylines are just like so um obvious (laughs) like yeah (laughs) i can already tell exactly what's gonna happen this season okay (laughs) And we find out that Captain Lennox seems to know Mr. Coburn. Colburn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We don't know why. And we're back to the Easter egg town. <laughs> Georgiana and Mary are talking. Georgiana's like, I'm over talk of marriage, she says. 
no more. I'm just going to set my own terms when it comes to marriage. No more dates. Mm-hmm. And then we see, I guess it's all the next day, Lennox talking to Lady Denim. Yes. Of course, Edward came along. Of course, he insisted. And, and him and Esther are both there stone-faced. <laughs> and Lennox vouches for Edward, and Esther literally rolls her eyes out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I was like, that is like a my level of an eye roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't believe a word. We see Charlotte trying to entice Augusta, who is still being uphill. Mm-hmm. And she admits to her that she was loved, but he's dead. Because that was part of the plan that her and Lennox came up with. Like, yes. I need to sh- open up to this girl and maybe we can like form a bond that yes. way. Get close. And it does work. We see Augusta starting to crack a little. And she does admit to being happy long ago when she played the piano for her family. And then she decides that they should go downstairs and unlock the spinet. Slash. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I said, don't do it. (laughs) No, what's going to happen? And then I wrote a question. Do we believe that Edward is changed? No. No, no. Because he's very much insisting that he has. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And we see Charlotte open the piano. It's a bit out of tune. Uh, Charlotte plays a little at Augusta's insistence. And she's clearly trying to get her in trouble. She's like, play louder, <laughs> louder. <laughs> and then Mr. Colburn comes in upset. And Charlotte takes the blame even though he knows that it was Augusta's idea. Mm-hmm. And then actually she puts the blame on him for not caring for the girls in the first place. Huh. <laughs> and he doesn't fire her very aggressively. <laughs> yes, he's like, you will come back tomorrow. You're definitely <laughs> not fired. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Augusta kind of apologizing. Yeah. And I think this is where we're like, Okay, because she's really a good actress, and you're like, okay, I can yeah. tell that this is just like a shield of pain that you're putting up, exactly. or, you know. <laughs> she's an <But> orphan <laughs> who was taken in by her uncle who doesn't seem to care about her, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it, I get it. Yeah. I mean, she's 18, really, she should be, like, out there at every party, you know, in society, trying to be husbanded. Husbanded? Right. <laughs> Husbands is <is-is. laughs> And finally, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was trying to write. No. Okay, well, anyway, we go back to Lady. Uh, I think I was writing. We go back to Lady D's, but for some yeah. reason it says Lady D'Souza. I was like, what the <laughs> But the point is, guess who's back? Clara! Clara. And she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, she and has it's nowhere Edward's else baby. to go. <laughs> Shocking oh. her. <laughs> the face crack of the century for Lady. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty big face crack. Oh, thank goodness. I'm glad to see Clara back, even though too. she was a little torturer too, but at least she can like She had her reasons. Know. Yeah. Better than Edward. I'd rather see Clara than Edward. Any day of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. But is she coming back with good intentions is she coming back with her own little plan i guess we'll see 
there's so much to see. I feel like the first two episodes really are just setting up, setting up a lot of stuff. But I did really, I enjoyed the first two quite a bit. Me too. Me too. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's all so promising. I can't wait to see where these storylines go. Me too. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Uh, so I did mention a couple that were possibly one of my favorites, but I think my real favorite is the tea scene between uh, Georgiana and Arthur, because it's like uh-huh. so sweet and it does sort of infer that Georgiana knows how Arthur, like that he's not straight because she was like saying this, like, oh, I wish we could. And he makes some comment like, you know, that's not for me. And she's like, yeah, I know. So that's it's like so- really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do really. I'm so glad that their relationship is like front burner storyline mm-hmm. that we're like really getting to see this season. I liked when Charlotte saved the day because I felt like, oh, of course. that's the Charlotte I love. Yes. Whenever she's yelling at Mr. Colburn. Although I have to say that entire storyline of her being a governess is a little like, oh, okay, you're just literally stealing from another book. But do not say I mean, hopefully there, hopefully there's no attic wives because I'll be a little <laughs> too on the nose. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else would be my favorite. Um, yeah, I think those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. There's just there was a lot of really good scenes, but those just kind of stuck out. Yeah, I wish that it would be a little less frenetic with its cutting back and forth, but that yeah. could just be a recapping thing. <laughs> 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 Maybe but they I didn't feel take like it kind of makes it feel like we're not really exploring these storylines that we're starting because we're rushing through everything so fast. But we'll have to see how it all comes together as we go. Right. Okay, well, let's do the deep dive. Let's do it. And I thought we should do Arthur this time. We did quite a few of the characters last season, so. Yeah. And Arthur is a big part of both of these. And it was so nice to see him back. That is maybe one of my favorite things is that Arthur is a much more bigger part this season. Because he was definitely one of my favorite unsung heroes of the last season. Oh, yeah. I think we were mentioning how great he was all the time. (laughs) And His name is like Turlow Coventry or something like that. Something like that. It's like such a British name. (laughs) (laughs) Or I think he's Irish even. I'm not sure. Turlo Convery, Convery, Convery. I can't do accents. Only Australian. (laughs) Okay, so Arthur. I mean, my immediate thought is Taurus. Okay. Because he's a lover of, you know. Fine art. Comfortable (laughs) things, food. I did like him being like, just one sweet. <laughs> Georgia, I'm like, you can live without it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I mean, he could be a Leo, but I don't feel like he's quite as bombastic, maybe. 
No. I feel like Aaliyah would have definitely challenged Tom more on getting yeah. like, <laughs> his stuff done. Yeah. But he does seem like determined in a way. And it's still yes. like a fixed sign kind of a way. So I'm going to say just, Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. He's just learning how to be on his own with his own ideas. So. Yeah. I mean, I it could be like a good. cancer or something, I guess. Like something more of an emotional base. But he doesn't, he doesn't come seem off like, as too. Yeah. As like a front. So I could definitely see him having that like underlying more emotional side. He seems to be in touch with people's emotions more. But yeah, um, maybe he's got a cancer moon. Yes. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, D&D, I would say lawful good. Yeah, lawful good. <laughs> yeah. He's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> and as for, as to David Lynch. Oh, gosh. I think he'd like season two of Twin Peaks a lot. <laughs> yes. Because he'd, he'd probably be more into like the goofy side of David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing too serious. Nothing too like spooky. Yeah. I can't really see him get it. Well, maybe he'd be like into the romance of some he, of it. He would, but not in the sense of like reflecting on his own life. He would just be, he would kind of like the indulgence of it. Yeah, but I still feel like Wild at Heart might be a little too. He'd be like, okay, too yeah, much. I like love story, but no, that's enough. <laughs> no, that movie might also be a little too like everyone is just always kind of dirty in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's one of those. Yeah, I could see him loving like a real sappy love story or a comedy, but like maybe not so much into like the 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 scariness or the horror yeah. or the like he would be really yeah. into like where is audrey and john slash jack gonna go like what is that about yeah um pamela who we had on for mm-hmm. uh, pride and prejudice was saying about i can't even remember which character we were talking about but she was saying one of them would really like on the air which we haven't gotten to yet but we might get oh. to this summer and it's mm-hmm. a real like slapstick comedy type of absurdist humor oh. type thing so he might <laughs> enjoy something cool. like that yeah yeah i like that all right um any final thoughts on the first two episodes only that i'm very excited for the rest of the season and i'm just really glad that we kind of have something that's maybe not directly jane austen but like jane austen adjacent i would say very much um and that it's yeah. like continuous that we know we're getting more yeah it's almost uh, like a jane austen fan fiction kind of like a kind of yeah because <laughs> it's taking a lot of i mean i feel like the last season did too but yeah i mean you kind of had to but um yeah i'm enjoying it a lot so far and i'm just glad that we're gonna get more are there any storylines that you're most excited to see what happens with them i am Super curious to know how Mr. Uh, is it Mr. Colburn? <laughs> what would I call him, sir? Yeah, Colburn? I think so. Mr. Hey, Colburn. Mr. How does he know Colonel Lennox? That's very interesting mm. to me. I'm like, what is mm-hmm. that? And then I, um, I mean, I hope I'm not. You know, I would love to be wrong about Arthur and Lockhart's storyline, but I'm ready for that to wrap up so that Georgiana can just have him beat up. 
<laughs> ship him off into the ocean. I'm done with him already. I'm interested I don't to see, him. knowing where it goes, what you think along the way. So I just don't trust him. He definitely is hard. I feel like this, they set him up as being slightly untrustworthy. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. What about you? <laughs> um, I... trying to put myself back into when i first watched the first two <laughs> i was excited about seeing esther again and seeing where her storyline was gonna go yes, I, I am definitely excited to see clara back and see like mm-hmm. what's happening with that i will say at the beginning i was a little like eh, about this whole jane Eyre storyline just because i'm like this feels very like out of nowhere and like mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But ultimately, I think oh, it's one of the more interesting storylines. But <laughs> yeah, I have to say of all of the storylines, probably Allison is the one that I'm like most least interested in because I'm like, it feels like kind of shoehorn. Like, wh- why do we even need this extra character? <laughs> but yeah, I feel and like the most obvious of what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's definitely like, there's nothing to really guess too much there. I feel like it would have been better. Maybe she brought some more drama, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes, I guess. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely excited to watch the rest and mm-hmm. see what does happen. Even though I know what happens. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're just pretending. <laughs> I can't resist watching it all when it first comes out. It was definitely, it's definitely a really good binge show. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I watched Bridgerton around the same time. I like finished them both very s- close time. to one another, and ultimately, I'm definitely gonna give the win to Sanditon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas maybe last season I might have edged into the Bridgerton just because you know it was so sexy. Steamy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and both of them kind of leaned away from all that, and I'm like. Come on, people. That's what we want. Give us butts. Yeah, whatever. No butts this season. There better be a butt every episode next season. Yeah, if you are from England or, you know, you watched it in another country or someplace where they don't have the PBS anti-butt crusade, then let (laughs) us know if there was a butt that we just didn't get to see because I'll search it out and find it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, Google Images. <laughs> I'll buy the DVD again, just so I can have a butt in my library. <laughs> <laughs> just a two-second butt. <laughs> okay. Uh, recommendations. Yes. Do you have one, or do you want me to go first? I do have one because I watched a. A romantic comedy Ooh. that I quite liked, uh, The Lost City. With I've been wanting Bullock. to watch that. Oh, it's movie night. Maybe you should watch it tonight. It's on Paramount Plus. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> and I quite liked it. Uh, Romancing the Stone is maybe one of my favorite movies, not just romantic comedies, but I, I don't know. I love that movie, and it definitely feels like it was paying homage to it but not like ripping off the storyline completely you know like it had its own thing it, it kind of was like a cross between maybe like a, a jungle cruise 
and the mm-hmm. romancing the stone <laughs> but it was fun it was a fun romantic comedy that had a, a cool interesting storyline and some adventure mm-hmm. and i mean i don't even know how old sandra bullock is but i love that she's still doing these romantic comedies yeah and she looks great she's yeah so funny. she's really good and john cena is the the other lead who is was, he yeah <laughs> oh. John Cena. okay i thought it was Channing tatum is it <laughs> <laughs> i mean they kind of do have a very boxy head is. look to them oh but it very well could be john cena because john cena is, does those kind of movies now I could totally Let me see make him. sure because I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you all the right name. <laughs> oh, it is Channing Tatum. Oops, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> I do have a, a very similar look, sort of, to them, so I could totally see it. Yeah, I think Channing Tatum is probably a better comedic actor, or at least has done more stuff. He's done. He's definitely done more. But I'm excited to see that movie because it looks Channing very Tatum, silly. John Cena. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Well, my recommendation is going to be a television program. I'm going to look up what streaming service is on because I already forgot. But um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a show called Tokyo Vice. And I didn't necessarily know what I was like. It's like, are we getting just like Miami Vice, but in Tokyo? Like, what are we getting? (laughs) And it's very, very dramatic, very dark, very serious, but it's very good. And it's about, it's like, I think it's semi-autobiographical. Like there's a lot of liberties taken, um, but it's about this guy who goes from Missouri. He goes to Tokyo to become a reporter, a crime reporter in Tokyo. And it's like about his, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And it like talks about like the media structure in Tokyo and the crime and how like organized crime, like the Yakuza and or the Yakuza, excuse me, or other groups kind of fit in and how they corruption kind of fits in. And it's very interesting to watch. And it's got really good people in it. Is he writing for like an English paper or for like a a Japanese newspaper? It takes place in the 90s. So there's no like, there's no social media. It's like, you know, old Uh print. But yeah, he writes for a Japanese newspaper. He speaks Japanese. A lot of it's some of it's in Japanese, like all the characters speak it. So it's like really interesting to see kind of like cool. a mixed language show, but it's on HBO Max. Oh, HBO Max. Yeah. But I'm just really enjoying it. And it's very dark and very scary. A lot of the Yakuza people are very scary, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which is, but it's like so cool. And so I'm really enjoying it. That sounds cool. I might have to check that one out. I haven't just seen it pop up on my feed at all. I think you would like it. It's very, um, it's just kind of, it's just a fun watch. Cool. Okay. Well, next week, I can't really, I know it's going to be Twin Peaks, but I'm not 100% clear on when we're putting out the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I think it's going to be episode 19 or 20, Mm -hmm. 20 maybe. I think 20. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very close to the end it'll so. be a twin peaks episode <laughs> yeah hopefully you've been watching along with us because we're gonna wrap up twin Peaks season two soon and we really liked it so mm-hmm. it's been very exciting <laughs> yeah okay well that's it for today hope you guys are having a good start to your summer 
I think, start to the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be perfect summertime. I'm very excited for the summer. If you would like to uh, get in contact with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at Manners Madness or on Instagram at Manners and Madness Pod, or you can leave a one minute voicemail on our website at mannersmadness.com. Yes, and we'd love to hear from you. I guess we probably just did a check in, but we'll have another one coming up. So please let us know anything your thoughts on Sanditon this season and mm-hmm. the ending of Twin Peaks. We'd love to hear. Yeah, definitely. Or anything and, and from if, the past. If yeah, you're just catching up. <laughs> honestly, any of our recommendations too. Like <laughs> we love those stuff. So if you would like to Or if you've if got a recommendation for us after hearing our exactly. recommendations for like almost three years now, you know what we yes. like. <laughs> <laughs> you followed the trend of, of our likes. So <laughs> And I never kept up with that trying to uh, send us ideas for a playlist. Oh, I don't know how many goodness. times on this podcast I have to <laughs> Pretend like we're going to start a playlist that we never start. <laughs> Maybe we could do one for Sanditon because that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> if there's anything we've done in the past that you're like, every time I think of this character or this show or this whatever, this song pops in my head, that's the kind of thing we're looking for. So let, yeah, us, let know. us know. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's it for tonight. I guess I guess it was a reasonable length of time that we podcasted yeah, for two episodes. Not too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. Yes. All right. Good night. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>